0: Hello and welcome to another episode of The Modern Goddess. Today we have the beautiful Katrina. My name's Katrina. She's Katrina. I'm with an E, she's with an I. I mean, it is fantastic.
1: Katrina's all round today. So welcome, Katrina. Thanks for coming on board. My pleasure. And how good is it that we won't forget each other's name?
0: That's exactly right. It's just so yeah. easy.
1: Everybody else gets, oh, hi, dolls.
0: Um, yeah. You will get, hi, Katrina, how are you? <laughs> oh, it's so funny. A bit, um, bit unfair, but who cares? <laughs> <laughs> so um, let me just get stuck straight into the point of the podcast. And I just want to ask you, how do I love you
1: properly so that you feel loved, nurtured and supported? What do I need to do? What do you need to do? I'm going to say listen, but it's not just listening with your ears, it's listening with your eyes as well. Okay, so for instance, to me, you know, it's not just listening to what somebody is saying and actually hearing what they're saying, but it's also observing things because so often we will do things just because we do them, but when somebody loves you and they notice that, and then they can copy that. And I'm just, because I came to give you an example. So last night I'm sitting there having dinner. Hubby does all the cooking, can I say, in our household, I don't cook. I'm already in love with him. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And he, you know, he made his chicken burritos and I'm sitting there having a chicken burrito. I was nearly finished. And the next thing you go, he puts his plate down next to me. And it sounds really stupid, but for my dessert, I have three dates, like fresh dates. I just love dates, but he had three dates on a plate. Cause he knows that's what I, ha- I mean, I didn't say, Oh, can you give me three dates?" He just, he no. just knew. And then he had this cup of my peppermint tea ready to go after that. Yeah. And it's like, I didn't have to ask him. He just, knew. yeah, he, he, he watches what I do. Like I've never said to him, I must have three dates no. <laughs> dessert. but he's watched that that's what I do. And to me, it's just those little things. Like, you know, if, if somebody likes a particular, you know, bath soak or you know they like a bubble bath to relax in and your partner just makes your bubble bath you know it's just observing in, in like and in listening so it's listening to your eyes and your ears I think is to me is a really really key component that's
0: really lovely I think that's really great advice because we've had on the show so far a lot of listening like people are really women are really screaming out to be heard that's been a real theme but You've really added to it with a real practical advice to men to um, listen with their eyes and just observe, Mm. copy and know that that's the way it's done. And to have that appear magically in front of you like that, there's something in that, isn't there?
1: There is. And and the other thing is, and I'm going to say this is a bad fault of us women. We do do this. It's like, he should just know. Right. He, you know, he should just know these things. I shouldn't have to tell him. And so if they observe, they don't need to be told because they actually see, oh, this is the habit that she has. Like when she comes home, the first thing she does is pull off a bra and blah, 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 blah. And she's always talking, you know, and noticing what they do and how they do it and then being able to offer that to them without being asked I think is a huge thing. Yes, well, I call that magic. When you haven't had to
0: ask um, and <laughs> it magically appears, um, that's what real magic is, I reckon. Mm-hmm. And um, when a man is that thoughtful to even bother to listen with his eyes, um, he can learn so much. In fact, if he wants to be a psychic, that's how you become a <laughs> psychic. A lot of those guys just observe our body behaviour and are able to yes. read between the lines. Absolutely. Um, and it's, it's not hard to follow us for a couple of days and notice the little things we like. Um, I've loved COVID because COVID has allowed my husband and I to to pretend that we're on holidays 24 (laughs) hours after week and always have a little practice of what retirement might even feel like. So it's been so fun. And he'll say to me now, now, do you want coffee, peppermint or green tea? Which one? (laughs) Because he's never quite sure which one I like. And I've been going coffee mad lately. And so I'm getting a lot of coffees and it's been so lovely to be loved and
1: supported in that way. It's been beautiful. But even with that, at least he knows that it's coffee tea or peppermint tea. Do you mean like he, green tea? Like he knows which, what your options. So he knows that depends on your mood as to what you have. It's That's not right? always this. So he hasn't been able to
0: observe the pattern yeah. and, and there is no pattern in this regard, whereas with you, it's peppermint tea, three dates. That's, yeah, um, that, that's kind yeah, of like, like he knows,
1: but I mean, luck, luck, yeah, but, yeah. but as you said, but he's still observed, he still knows yeah. that there is no actual thing, but there is a selection this <laughs> yeah. It's, really it's
0: so gorgeous, isn't it? <laughs> well. it is. So that's it. <laughs> um, our podcast is over. Just listen with your <laughs> eyes, observe what you can. If, if something's too complicated, leave it to her. But some of the simple things, lock and load, and you're on your way yes that's all you've got to do listen with your eyes listen with your eyes that's fantastic so and what you've given me Katrina is um this uh I wanted to really get to the crux of it and I wanted the little things I didn't want these big gestures and this big you know bloody blah about relationships I really loved noting the little things and you've come straight in with one of the really. Magical things in your life that he's
1: able to do for you so you feel loved, supported, and nurtured all in one go. Yes, and I was talking to someone the other day about like, they're going, Oh, what about romance? And I went, Well, to me, romance isn't, you know, getting the flowers or the rose petals on the bed or whatever. Romance is literally, you know, your partner going out or whatever and coming home with a lamington because they know you like lamingtons Yeah, it's, you know,
0: just we'll call romance three dates now. Yeah, only yes. us. Only people that listen yes. to this podcast know the secret behind three dates. And if you three dates, like people are going to assume that's three outings. But, yes. um, but only us guys. Whenever we meet each other, I want everyone to say, "How's your three dates?" Yeah. <laughs> that's it. That is the key to a good relationship. I need a lot. Three, three dates in a little like. <laughs> in a line, and only us will know, only we will know. That's it. Absolutely. (laughs) right. So how does he um, love and support you as a businesswoman? How does that all work? Because obviously you need to be out and about, you're high profile, you're doing all your stuff, and I'm happy for you to share your business um, with us now so that we kind of know where you're coming from. But as a businesswoman, I think we need extra support. So what do you
1: reckon? well I know when before I moved to the Gold Coast I was actually in Newcastle and I was helping my husband with his business having my business and helping him with his other business and then you know I just need a wife yes I need wife. I think so many business women need a
0: wife
1: yeah they do you know so I'm actually really lucky Chris and I both work for ourselves yeah. um, he's actually we're in that semi-retirement phase of life so his company he's just sold and in the process of handing it over kind of thing and I think because we are both uh, self-employed, we both understand the demands of that. I think it's very different if one person sort of goes to work, has a job that's not as demanding as, well, you know, when you have your own business and you're trying to create work and you've got to focus on things and write blogs and create podcasts. And and it takes up so much time that they realise the effort that needs to go into having your own business. Um so I actually have two businesses. So my my business with with you today is um The Motivational Woman and that all founded when I went through um a really bad time and I was suffering severe depression and I was suicidal and if anybody feels that way please ring lifeline or see a psychologist first steps that's what you do. But I it took me 3 years to get out of it and in that whole process I learned so much not just about myself but about society and how we are programmed as we're saying earlier you know it's like this is my natural hair color but it's like you're not allowed to be gray you're not allowed to have wrinkles and 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 the self-esteem issues that so many women have and that i had and how i overcame it all so i will plug my book so i wrote wrote this book the no bullshit guide to self-confidence oh nice very nice that's available on amazon um And it's a real practical way, because it's about, you know, I'm a firm believer in throw out the fucking scales, because you're not a number. You know, and I offer a lot of examples about all of that. And I just became really, really passionate about just helping women believe in themselves. You know, I'm the the one, I'll be your one-person cheer squad, if that's what you're needing. You know, you can have one-on-ones with me and and all that sort of jazz. But it's, that's where that came from. And it kind of became that from, and this is really funny, because I'm actually a clairvoyant. (laughs) I can't wait to, get to that bit. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'm very um, excited about that bit. Yeah, so um, that's Katrina hash, and Jane, so Katrina Jane Clearpoint Medium. So um, it's quite big. Like on, on Facebook, I've got like 28,000 followers and it, it pretty well keeps me busy full time. And again, just doing readings for people. So most of my readings are done these days all via email. So I never actually see the person or telephone. skype or something like that so i do readings for people all over the world but it's really made me realize how again the the way people think and you know how our whole self-esteem is does somebody love me and you know i'm not anybody if i don't have a partner and but even understanding love like even your question how you know how do you feel loved and it's just because you love someone completely utterly madly and they don't love you back the same way doesn't mean that they don't love you do you mean like we all we all love in different ways and I think a lot of people get that confused that the way they love is the way they think their partner should love them back and if they don't well then my partner mustn't love me and you go no that's not how it works because it all depends on our backgrounds and all that sort of thing so the, the witchy-poo side of things, as I call it, even my accountant refers to it as that. He goes, how's the witchy-poo side of things, Katrina? <laughs> <laughs> that's, so that's, I've been like a clairvoyant officially for uh, 10 years, for over 10 years now. And my story, and another book, because I am, just my, my official title is I am an international multi-award winning author. Awesome. Okay, so my No Bullshit Guide won an award. Ooh. And then Christian to Clairvoyant is like my biography. That's won an award. And that um, that one explains how I was actually brought up in a really strict Seventh-day Adventist environment. Like, that was my upbringing. And then to go from that to doing the devil's work, as I refer oh, to it, because yeah. that's like, how we're brought up today, you know, it's like, what? Um, it was a huge learning curve for me. So, you know, when people go, oh, how did you know you were clairvoyant? I go, well, I didn't. I just always was, but I didn't realise it. And it wasn't until someone kind of pointed it out to me and did this thing I had... Went with a friend to have a reading. I was actually terrified because that was just so sinful and awful to do that sort of thing when I was in the whole vibe of things. Yeah. And she was the most amazing lady, um, finished my reading, and she said to me, you know you're a clairvoyant. I went, oh, no, 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 I'm not. She goes, yeah, yeah, you are. And I went, no, no. She goes, let me ask you some questions. No, no, don't do yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. She goes, no, no. And so she started asking me just random questions like, um, what were some of them? What did I used to do for a living? I went. Oh, you're a counsellor. Who did I counsel? Oh, drug addicts and prisoners. Hmm. Where did I live as And I got all the questions right. Now I didn't know from a bar of soap. <laughs> you know, and I, and I so I went there. Fuck, oh, this is a bit weird. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and and that's how it kind of started. She goes, I start doing this and that, and that's how I kind of became it, so to speak, and, and accepted who I was. Um, but it was an amazing kind of journey, and that that in itself was probably a 10-year journey just to get my head around, you know, 30-odd years of indoctrination of religion mm. to then literally flip over to the dark side, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and, 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 and I know a lot of people and I literally wrote it, not because I thought oh, I had this fantastic story to tell, but I just had so many people when I told my story at, you know, um, functions or whatever, they come up and go, how did you do it? Because I've been brought up a Catholic or I've brought up a Jehovah's Witness or whatever and I go, I just can't let go of that indoctrination yes you know, brain really, really, it's really really powerful so that's why I wrote that and um, it, then my third book is a children's book called where did they go and it's actually won five awards now there's three on that cover but there's actually won five wow. awards is that and it's dying. Yes, it's, it explains to kids about death and dying, but not from a religious perspective, from a spiritual perspective. So that, I don't, I never, ever put shit on people who believe in God and, you know, I, I, there is a place and time for everything. Um, but mine was just, because there's always, it was written because some friends of ours, very close friends, their nephew passed away, leaving his two children, young children. and little Archie who was only about three or four at the time they said yeah come and say goodbye to daddy and he went well where's, where's daddy going and they went oh he's going to the sky and he went oh can't we just catch a plane and nobody knew what to say so I literally wrote the book for them I wrote the book for those kids and um and it's just and I've had so many people really go oh my gosh that's just so simple and it's colorful my main thing was that I didn't want it to be a dark, look, My this is my prototype, so I didn't want the book to be dark. So all the pages are like beautiful, bright and colourful and and happy looking. I didn't want it to be this sad book. No. You know, and it's about, you know, getting messages from them and, you know, they'll always be around you and all that sort of thing. And, and yeah, so that, that sort of led to that book. So, yeah, multi-international award-winning author here.
0: <laughs> wow, i'm so proud of you and yes you are a lovely um lovely energy of confidence a beautiful natural authentic genuine um Thank demonstration you. of a female in confidence mm-hmm. and i think we need Absolutely. to see more of that we really do see Absolutely. all women in their skin happy yeah. and
1: doing and being happy in their skin and being yeah and just being like this is who i am And I say to people all the time, like if some people sort of have a bit, I don't like the fact that you swear. Well, it's fine. Just go fucking find some, follow somebody else. You know, because this is who I am. I'm not changing who I am to make you happy. You find the people, the person that you want to follow. That's brilliant. You know, and it's like I said, I don't put crap on people who who you know go to church. I understand the whole concept of why people go to church. I've been there, done that. The funniest thing though is when you get the God botherers on my page, and they're going, "Oh, what you're doing is the devil's word. And I go, "Darling, don't start quoting scripture at me because I know the Bible back to front, <laughs> and I can start throwing it right back at you." <laughs> My dad used to invite the,
0: um, the. he used to love it when they knocked on the door, those seven-day right witnesses, and, brought the seven, yeah. and he used to ask them the same question every time, and he'd go, so how do you know you're right? <laughs> That's right. You can't all be right. You can't all be no, right. So I how do you know you're right? You're the ones. <laughs> Everyone else is going to be damned. It's so That's funny. Ah, oh, so funny. But anyway, that no. was a little bit of... i
1: agree with i totally agree with that i agree with it completely and that's like you know to me religion is about control it's just that's all it is and that's why they each have their own way of dealing with things and believing things but hey if it brings you happiness and you feel like you're a part of a family and that's what you need go for it
0: absolutely go for it but um i um always what what reconciled religion for me because at five I raced home after learning about the um, dinosaurs. I raced home mm-hmm. to the mummy and said, well, how can Genesis be correct if there's these dinosaurs? Like it doesn't make any sense. And my mum's like, oh, yeah. <laughs> we're questioning a bit early, aren't we young lady? Anyway, get in the car, get in the car, <laughs> drove me down to my Sunday school teacher and said, tell her what you just said to me. So I said, well, there's all these dinosaurs and it's millions and millions and millions of years old and la, 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 and there's all this proof and, 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 and scientific studies. And the lady looked at me and she said, the Bible isn't literal. She said, yeah. Genesis, when they say one day and there's seven days, um, each day could have been millions and millions and millions of years in the making so you know when he made the universe um he or she, yes, um, she. Made the universe. <laughs> um you know it could have been millions of years so that was my first entree into the bible um and, and the religion not being literal and so i've mm. been a not I, I haven't taken it literally for a long time but there's actual literalists oh, in religion. And, and i'm shocked i even met one the other day in la i was going out for dinner and he said i said he said oh by the way i'm christian i said oh that's lovely are you jokingly said are you one of those literalists and he goes yes oh my god you're kidding me he was was like yeah what and i said oh sorry i I really i i I know these americans are just full-on
1: into this um yeah i just had not been exposed to a literalist in a long time i know and it's and you can't sway them no, um, no, I didn't even
0: bother. I thought, oh, dear me, let's just move on. It's going to be a yeah. crazy evening. Um, and he was lovely. He was m- mildly non-judgmental. Him and I could converse. It wasn't uncomfortable or weird.
1: Yeah, um, that's good.
0: And he was he was a rational person just with these mm. irrational beliefs. And I was like, okay, cool. Um, I'm a witchy poo. Wait till you get a load of that. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, so um, anyway, I'm into anything pagan. So anything pre-Christian, I, I am yes. on top of and think yes. it's absolutely amazing. And, um, well, just I, I actually love all that.
1: the pagans. Yeah, I love all the pagan stuff as well because that's the, well, not, that's the foundation of Christianity. Yeah. They stole it all from, from the pagans. Yeah, well, they layered it on
0: top. So when the is the pagans wouldn't stop their dancing or their festival. Yes,
1: they just went oh, look, into a Christian festival.
0: And see, they're doing it to us. They're doing it for yes.
1: us now. They're yeah. praising God now. Yeah, yeah. We were just doing our pagan thing. But but in all honesty, when you look at the way the pagans are, like, you know, with their belief systems and following the se- that season, that, that's how we should be living. It's nature, yeah. It's it is. It actually base. makes
0: sense. Yeah. yeah. It's beautiful, in fact. If I'm mm-hmm. here when they call it um, uh, devil's work and devil worship and try and plonk it over there, um, that's when we get upset because actually we're about nature and the cycles of life and living gently on the planet. Um, Mm. What is wrong with that? Who can judge that as the devil's work? And, yes, back in the day they might have been having sex uh, because it's a fertility festival um, yeah. Yes, that might look a little bit outrageous to conservatives, but honestly, sex is natural. When when did they decide, it was the Christians that decided
1: that sex was uh, naughty and it's like, no. Well, God what said go that forth that? and multiply. God said go forth and, he didn't say go forth, get married and only have sex with that person for the rest of your life.
0: Yeah, it didn't. It said go forth <laughs> <multiply."> and multiply <laughs> and we did. Woohoo. Yeah. And we must stop. I mean, we're getting <laughs> out of bed.
1: Yes, yeah, that is true. We need to put a bit of a break on that one. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. One child policy, i would say. She oh yes well, i'm a believer in that because it's like there's too many people that's what's the issue the issue is too many people
0: yeah people say oh you are um environmentalist i say oh gosh i'm the best type of environmentalist i never had any children the best thing you can do for the planet is not have children, children. Absolutely. You all the recycling you like all yeah. the repurposing you like but you will never beat not bringing a never child in
1: that's In terms of your
0: personal contribution. So I'm like, yeah. I'm done. I've not had children and I had a hybrid. What more do you want, people? Yeah. <laughs> I'm done. So <Stay> true. <laughs> My recycling isn't going to be as good as that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, So anyway, let's get back on track. We've um, started to really get to know you and your talents. Amazing. So let's mm-hmm. talk about... Um, spirituality and um you know uh what you've seen with women these days what are they sort of wanting where are we at with this whole um you know the the modern goddess and where what are you seeing out there with women are they still yearning
1: for the same shit or has it changed pretty much pretty much um unfortunately yes i'm going to say yes Uh i think uh, what I hate, I think, is really much all the buzzwords that, that get thrown around, and the one at the moment is happiness. I need to find happiness. No, no, happiness is within you. Yeah, happiness the is the something that you time. find. Do you mean? And it's like, oh, and my other soulmate. I've got to find my soulmate, my twin flame, right. or my. It's just like, oh my god, you know, and and I think because of like dating apps and things like that that people keep, maybe there's somebody better. Maybe it's just like, well, no, whereas, you know, I, I've been with my husband for 25 years and there's no such thing as dating apps. And, you know, when we were younger and you met someone, you're like, oh, I found someone I mean it's pretty cool. That's great. You know, this is brilliant. Yeah, you know Perfect. No, but then neither am I. Yes. And, exactly. you know, and, that's okay. and you learn to adapt. Whereas now it's like everyone's looking for that perfect person and there's no such thing. No, there isn't. And it's like they, they still think, unfortunately, I think far too many women are still clinging to the, you know, I've, I've got to find happiness and I've got to find my soulmate. You can go, no, find yourself first. Work out who you are. Work out the real depth of you, who you are, why you react like you do. Get your self-esteem in order and then the right person will come along because until you actually know who you are, you're going to be continually looking at the wrong, the wrong things because you just don't know.
0: Yeah, it's odd, isn't it? I, um, I, I too have been in a relationship for over 30 years. We've been married for, a, just celebrated our 30th wedding anniversary, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and look, you too, 25 years, it's incredible. But I, 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 I met him uh, and the, the night I kissed him, I ran home to mum, woke her up at 5am and said, I've met the man I'm going to marry. I just mm-hmm. never questioned it after that. It was just mm-hmm. a feeling because I'm clairsentient, obviously, or mm-hmm. gut with me. Um, yep. It's all just there. I just, there's yep. a knowing. A, a, yep. a, it's in my body as a definite. Um, yep. And I just felt it, knew it, and never questioned it. Whereas I wonder what I would be like as an 18 year old today with mm. whether I would even know that that was the perfect man for me. Because remember, at 18, I didn't know. I just trusted that it felt yes. right and it, it just, just felt right. So I just went with it. Um, yeah, I just don't think people really just go with their gut and then make no. it work. You, you no, they don't. They, don't. they doubt it. Constantly they doubt, doubt it. it. And, then, and then doubt gets in and then that just erodes like um, rot
1: yes. inside of me too. I think is that people will look at what everybody is doing. You know, there's all that still comparing, you know, yeah. but they've got a good relationship. I want a relationship like that. No, you're actually going to have a relationship what what the two of you will have.
0: Yes, which will be completely
1: unique. Yes, because the relationship that you and your husband have is completely different product of the relationship that me and my husband have, but it, it works for us.
0: Polarities. There could be, but essentially what yes. goes on behind closed doors is very unique and quite quirky yes. for each
1: couple I find. Absolutely, I agree a hundred percent. And but it's like they people are in that I think and I think it's because of society and I'm getting part of that, you know, this um, no bullshit guide to self confidence thing, is society pressures us to be in a certain type of relationship or to be a certain type of person or you know, we must now have happiness and also gotta have all our shit together and we've also got to be the perfect parent and the perfect partner and the perfect you know, daughter and you know also yeah entrepreneur now and you've got to have this and you've got to be able to do this and you've got to be successful and you've got to do, 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 do you know and it's I think it just puts so much pressure on people. Again they doubt they they they're now so confused because of all the messages that they get that they don't trust their intuition.
0: And they don't realise that relationships are really ordinary and that mm. a beautiful relationship is not completely drama-free f- but not drama-filled. Yes. And so yes. If, if a relationship is perceived as boring because it's not drama-filled, exactly um, that's what people are scared of, but that actually is a good
1: relationship. Yes. That's it. You're not I'm always, and I tell people. By the next drama and the next drama and the next drama. That's it. And, and it's also not this mad, passionate thing. You know, you do, you just get nice and comfortable and, you know, and, and it's Cozy, just. Cozy, comfortable, contentment. Yes. And like eat, you said, it's like, oh, they there's eat. no drama.
0: Yeah. That's what I wish for women. I wish for them to have peace. And yes. where on the scale are we from naught to peace? And uh, I haven't met many women that go, I'm content and peaceful.
1: Mm.
0: And so we have really on one. I'm on. <laughs> yes, exactly. That's why I loved meeting you. It's was like, oh, my God, oh. there's one that, that doesn't want drama, that wants mm. easy, wants content, yes. silence, like shut the yes. fuck up. Honestly, people,
1: drama yes. is not yeah. where it's at. It's not, but I th- and again, but we've been fueled by society that that's yeah. life. Life is all about drama. It's like it's not. No,
0: it's peace. That's yeah. the new luxury. The yes. new diamond luxury is yes. peace, peace yes. of mind, and to know that you're going to come home and your man will be there. To come home yes. and know your man would never have an affair. You would yes. know. That your man will always have your back. That he's not bitching behind your back, and nor you to him. That's it. That's yeah,
1: absolutely it's just, it's a right. given.
0: It's just a yeah.
1: given. And like I said, I think people are almost scared scared of that. Do you yeah. mean like it's like we we can just be in the same house? We don't have to talk to each other for a few hours or whatever, but that's okay. We're not fighting. It's just we're comfortable with each other.
0: Yeah. I love that, um, and my husband will agree, it's one of his favourite things, is it? he says it's not about doing anything. It's just being in the same house somewhere. Mm. It's being just in each other's presence somewhere. And I know that if he doesn't get enough of that and that I'm not present in his presence um, Mm. because I'm travelling too much or I'm I'm partying too much or I'm seeing too much of my friends or family... Um, he starts to feel lonely and wants my presence mm. back. And, and, yes. and I know I, I know that that's important for him to feel loved, nurtured and yes. supported. And it's something Absolutely. I have to focus on and make sure that
1: I'm doing well. Mm. And not only that, see, but you've realised that, whereas I think so many women today as well sort of think, my partner should be doing all these XYZs. Go, well, hold on. What are you contributing to the yeah. relationship? Yeah, what what are you doing it's for it's them? Yes. It's not all about you. you, you you're not the, the princess, you know. You're not the bridezilla kind of thing. Like, it's not all about you. It's a, it's a partnership. Yeah. A relationship is a partnership. Two people giving 100%. So are you actually giving 100%? And not just 100% how you think it should be, but 100% for what he needs.
0: Yes. Not what society created or whatever. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I totally agree with that. I think you and I are really on the same page because we've got Absolutely. the long-term relationship. We know the reality of that and the beauty of that and that mm-hmm. there's really nothing boring about it. It's just drama-free. And, and it's beautiful. I'm it's beautiful for everyone yes. to be drama-free. Yeah. So Absolutely. We know that's not life. We know dramas happen. And some yeah, women but have a lot of drama.
1: I think some women will create a lot of drama. I think so. You know, they'll create big issues out of things When you go, just let it go. It's You know, it's, it's one of those things, you know, I, I learned to go, well, can I actually change anything? No. All right, then, let it go. Yeah. Don't keep dwelling on it. Don't keep thinking about it. Don't keep bringing it up. It's done. What's done is done. Move on.
0: Yeah. Oh, gosh. People spending their lives in um, stuff they can't control is, to <laughs> me, the epitome of madness, absolute yes. madness. People talk about politics and Donald Trump and COVID-19 and the environment and all of this. And it's like, what have that, has any of that got to do with you? What control hmm. or influence do you have over any, any of that of stuff? That. So why would you waste one smidge of your energy on stuff you can't control it is what it is that is over there bring it back to self and
1: what you can control and influence around you and mm-hmm. absolutely that's the yeah. only way to do it it's okay. just got to focus on your little world and the thing is if we all focused on our little world and made our own little world you know, more environmentally beautiful. friendly and all that sort of and beautiful the whole world would be beautiful because okay. it would just spread it would yeah. just totally spread everywhere
0: That's exactly right. But people distract themselves. I think this is the thing. They don't want to look at their own little worlds and they don't want to be in their own little worlds. They don't want to be in a place of responsibility and accountability for their own self-experience, their own experience. It's much easier to go, oh, my God, let's discuss politics and economics and um, Mm. the aliens and what's coming and
1: (laughs) whatever else they want to talk about. Yep, as opposed to geez, I'm a dickhead. <laughs> it's just, you know, and it's as if like, I really fucked up the other day doing XYZ or you know, they, they won't. They won't they'll blame everybody else. Yeah,
0: blame blame the economy. And it's just got yeah. nothing to do with it. I just don't see how this affects um, the the majority of people. When mm. one president comes in or goes out, what difference did it actually make in your day to day? And then yeah. when one Prime Minister comes and goes, what difference did it actually make? I mean, I'm 51 now. I've seen Labor, Liberals, yeah. <laughs> coming and going. We've had recession this, recession that, yeah. right through from the 90s, the 2000s, 2010, and now we're at 2020 with this, these shenanigans. And it's like nothing's actually changed for me personally.
1: None no. No. Of no. The only things that have changed are what you've actually implemented as changed.
0: Yeah, exactly. And what you've affected no, it, with your growth yeah. and your personal development. It's just it. none of it makes any sense to me. It's how people spend
1: so much energy on that stuff and it just doesn't make any difference. No, it doesn't make any difference. You know, And if they want to make a difference and they need to get into politics and actually yes. change policies and do that. So don't sit here whinging and being a keyboard warrior. If you want to make a difference, you actually go and make a difference. Oh, get into it. And if that's your destiny, do it. Imagine yeah. if I decided...
0: I wanted to be the, uh, the the governor of, you know, or the um, mayor of something. I could actually really give that a red hot go, um, but yeah. it's not my destiny. So I don't focus there. And I certainly don't criticise the person that's bothered to go and make that happen because they're focused on those decisions and mm. um, focused on the depth of decision-making and they're, you know, Educated about what that thing is, whereas we've read what one article on the issue and we think we're bloody experts. I call them <laughs> Chardonnay activists. It's bullshit. It's total bullshit. Like you, you can't just read an article or two and then criticise somebody that's made a decision. Yes.
1: Like yeah, um, them yeah. down. Oh, anyway, no, I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. It's like if you want to make a change, make it in your world because it's a ripple effect
0: yeah yeah so back to the um, podcast at hand um tell me what's going on in women's lives what are you noticing about the modern goddess
1: um well and apart from, from the COVID-19 and
0: from the confidence point of view because that's your area of expertise
1: yeah absolutely look I do think genu- genuinely women are I really feel they're starting to like break out like as in literally going okay I want to do this especially I think a lot of women wanting to have their own businesses mm. and and that a lot of women are still at that point of I'm not quite sure what it is I want to do I just know I want to do something I know I don't want to just be an employee for somebody anymore I actually want my own business so they, they, they are starting to try and get that little bit more confidence mm. but again I still think that self-confidence thing is is still lacking for a lot of them um like did a reading today and no, I just said to, to she goes, oh, I don't know where, I went, no, 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 that's the wrong, you just start. You've actually just got to start. That's all you have to do. Doesn't? Don't worry about taking the, making the wrong decision or whatever. Just start. Otherwise, you're just going to stick in this cycle of forever going, I'm not sure what I should be doing. I'm not sure. I'm not sure if this is the right thing or not. So I do believe women are wanting to get more of that self-confidence. I just feel they're not quite sure how to. Yeah, absolutely. Um
0: I do the, with my Becoming the Expert um, program, um, I get women at that stage and they usually just start off with a a free coaching session or just a discovery session. And what I find is within 30 minutes, I can have that problem sorted out for them. And then they can begin. And then my program is the how they've been waiting for. So I put it all together so they don't have to worry about all that technical stuff. Um so yeah, you and I are living in the same world. Um where yeah, the we're the same, same age. Question. I'm
1: just I'm 51 as well, so we're the same. Yeah, I know we're
0: like twins. <laughs> we already can get it
1: <laughs> We look so alike. Look
0: at us. Look twins. <laughs> Definitely. So um with with um going to you know having a reading, do you think people are using that as a way of not having to go inside themselves do you think they want some external validation
1: i mean what's going on with psychic readings i think it's usually a couple of things i always say to people it's just a nice chat just think of it as having a chat with someone who has absolutely no um connection to your world so the information no agenda no agenda whatsoever you know and I think and I think a lot of people like that you know because you know talk to their mother but the mother's say, like, don't do that you know or, or talk to a friend and the friend says like, do Well, I can sit there and go hell you know just fucking go for it what have you got to lose you know I, I've got no agenda or, or attachment to anything that they do and it gives them either clarity like should I do this or do that I'm just not quite sure so I can give them more information about it or it's literally you know, that kick up the butt that they just need, you know, that it's like I said, it's coming from someone who's got absolutely no attachment. I, I you know, want the best for whoever has a reading for me, but the decisions are yours. I'm not going to tell you what you should or shouldn't do. That's not my job. My job is to give you clarity so you can make a clearer decision for yourself.
0: And is the um, messages more likely from spirit to be go for it?
1: Sometimes, yeah, but I'd say probably yes most of the time, but sometimes it's like, no, that's just, uh, you know, like some people go, I'm thinking of studying nursing. I'm going, oh, no, why are you doing that for? No, that's not who you are. You're actually blah, blah, blah. And I go, oh, yeah, actually, that makes sense. Oh. Do you know what I mean? Because it's almost like I can sit there and go, right, well, your personality and, you know, dada, this is what you should be doing. And they're going, oh, yeah, didn't even think about that. Mm. Yeah. You know, so and some people are like clarity. Yeah, sorry, some people are like, oh, I want to start my own business. I'm going, Oh, you're not you're not quite ready to do that. If you just leap into it right now, what you need to do is the back as you probably talk about, you know, the back stuff. Think about your website and think about the business name and do a little course on actually how to run a small business because it's yeah. not as simple as you think. No, do you but, mean and just and just do these things as opposed to oh, I'm just going to open a shop. No, don't just go and open a shop because no, that's Jesus. not, you know. Yeah, you're not quite ready to do that yet. What you need to do is step back a bit. But you're still starting, but start from the beginning. You're trying yeah. to leap to the end. Go and try
0: and do the markets for the next six years yes. and see yeah. you like it.
1: Yeah, absolutely. You know, I don't you that's make it. any money. Yeah, that's absolutely right. So it's okay. like I think it's just having that um, unbiased advice. Yeah. So you don't see
0: it as lazy spirituality. You just see it as a, as a counselling tool.
1: Yeah, I actually see it more cool. as a counselling tool, yeah, and, a, and a, yeah, that, all that sort of stuff. I don't see it as people trying to get shortcuts. Some people, most people that come for a reading are literally going, I'm just so confused at the moment right? or I'm feeling stuck and I just don't know where I'm supposed to start. Yeah, it's just that next little push along the... the yeah, it's just that little push along, go, well, have you thought about this? Or have you thought about that?
0: And are you using cards? How are you doing it?
1: I just get messages directly. I can do tarot cards, but I usually just do do messages. Yes. Yeah, so I just sit here, and I'll sit here and just get random things about random stuff, and I'll just go, ah, oh, blah blah blah, and I go, yes, that makes sense. You know, it's just like um, so like for instance, I did a ready today for a lady, and she just asked about her brother who had passed away, and I went, okay, and I went, oh, so his his personality was blah 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 blah, and she's like, oh my god, that is just so him. <laughs> So has he come to stand in front of you or is he in your mind's eye or in my head. Sometimes it, it varies. He's in my head. The messages are in my head, but sometimes I actually see them. Like I've done readings and gone, Oh, do you have a, a Labrador? Because there's one running around the room, and I can actually see this dog running around the room, but yeah, they had a have got a Labrador in the spirit world. So you know it, it, it varies for me. It's not always just a set standard of how the information comes. Do you sometimes edit- I physically. Clairvoyant, clairsentient. all five. audience and clairvoyant. yeah, What is the other one? Claire clairsentient, and Clair- I can't remember now. But I think there's five clairs. I'm all five. Oh right, all at once. Yeah, yeah. So that just comes randomly and all over the place. Like that, sometimes that, you think go, oh my god. god. Probably what makes you really good because you're very accurate because you're getting the information from the five angles. Yes. So it's not like it's like I've done readings. I go to people. Oh oh, chest pains, did your dad die of a heart attack? Yeah, he did. Right oh then. I was like, oh, you know, let that calm down sort of thing. And then other times it'll just be a word or it's an image. or Like I said, it's a feeling. So you've got to sit there and go, okay, how's this coming to me? And even in the one reading, it doesn't just come the same way. It literally comes in all different angles and aspects.
0: Yeah, because you taught me on your website, I didn't realise there was clear knowing and mm. sentient because I have, now I realise I have clear knowing it just mm. is a fact to me. In my yes. body, it's a fact. Um, yep, yep. And then I get tingles when they're present with me. So as they channel through me during my mm. coaching and mentoring and keynote speaking and God, all yep. just in my general conversations, I get my whole body responding, um, and I get totally and utterly ignited um and that i love that feeling that's like having magical dust poured all over you Um, (laughs) but what i realized with learning from you is that yes you can have those body sensations but
1: the knowing is a separate skill and i didn't realize (laughs) that i thought that was all one thing Mm, yeah and again everyone is different how they do it and how they receive information Yeah, but it's like really funny i'm actually i heat up whenever i do readings or talking to people and like you said, like, it's like you get ignited. But the other day, um, I was doing on my Facebook page live tarot readings, and I had my husband with me, and he actually said he could feel the heat yeah radiating off me. He goes, "God!" He goes, "Next time, I'm putting the air conditioner on." <laughs> yeah, he goes, he goes "You actually cook." Yeah, yeah I my cook. body absolutely heats
0: up. I have mm. it takes me hours. Um, when I've been up on stage, I come off, mm. I've fully channelled, I don't even know what, yep. and th- they've just done the performance for me. I just have to get yes. out of the way. And then I come down and I am hot for like two or three hours before that heat yes. dissipates. And yes. I'm tingly. I'm really tingly in every cell of my body. It's, it's just mm. unreal. But the vibration like, oh, go is go so high. Yeah, yes. it is a vibration, mm. yeah. You're vibrating, and then you get put back in your body, and then you get yes. grounded <laughs> in there again, yes. and you get back to normal life. And it's like, oh. yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's true. <laughs> this is true. Yeah, I don't. I mean, I'm very grounded, as you can tell. But um, yes. yeah, it's just funny when you get put back in there.
1: <laughs> yes. Yes. And the thing is, I think people don't realize that because I'm the same, like I, I do live shows and I, you know, do readings for people and, and you know, and, and I am definitely yeah. going to do yes. in action. Oh and the, I'm F-bombing left, right and center and all Fabulous. sorts of stuff. But I do, I massively heat up. And what, you know, people don't realize is, you know, one time I went, people go, oh, can you do it for longer? It's like, well, you can only do it for so, your body can only handle doing it for so long. And then you just literally just crash and burn. Like you said, you, you've got to calm down and then you just go boom. And it's just like, I just go,
0: yeah. Yeah, it's like crack. You come yes. off the crack and there's, a,
1: there's Boom, a the one this, this huge drop. And it's like, you know, yeah. zonked, you know? it's, yeah. um, it's oh, quite interesting. God. So what were you like as a kid? A little version of this. <laughs> and was your... <laughs> Very outgoing. Did you,
0: did you know that you had these extra powers as a child?
1: No. Didn't. I mean, I, I just had them. I didn't... You know, they in weren't age. extra. They were just who I am. You Know, I've always been that person that people would go to for advice. Always, yeah. I was always obviously um, very empathic, so I was I only went to very little like Seventh day Adventist primary school, so I was always the kid that looked after all the other kids if anyone was upset. What do you mean? Like, I was always just that sort of person, yeah. An intuitive, sensitive, and empathic,
0: empath- yep. um, mm-hmm. yeah. They're beautiful. I just listened to a um. A highly intuitive, sensitive, has um, written a book, this lady, and I just listened to the podcast and it was just so beautiful and a real up-to-date on where we're at. Because, you know, mm. you and I, we've lived like this forever and we've read a little bit about it and now Brené Brown is talking about sensitive people and it's sort yes. of a bit mainstream now. And mm. so it was a really good up-to-date modern look at the, highly
1: intuitive sensitive yeah and how to cope with it in this really super modern world too this really hyped up world
0: yeah and and how um we don't want the fake the fakery the the Mm. there's so much fakery going on but we can see straight through that so it's not real to us that somebody's not being genuine so we could just go straight to that point cut through the bullshit and yeah. um some people may not be ready to be had had their bullshit cut through. Um and so yeah, you you, you know it might be a bit shocking. I, I call I, I am brutally honest, but I don't see it as brutal, I just see it as the truth.
1: Honest, it's honest. Yeah. It, it, how can that be upsetting? <laughs> I just don't Yeah. Oh well that's it, you know, and it's like the only way you grow is when you can actually sit there and go okay, I actually have to look at my own bullshit here and acknowledge that I am bullshitting or whatever it is so that you can actually grow and get out of it and be more authentic to who you really are.
0: And so when did, at what point in women's lives do they lose their confidence? When is it taken or when do we give it away? Ah, oh,
1: good question.
0: Is it between 9 and 7 or do we lose it at 14 or...?
1: Look, I think most little, if you look at little girls, most little girls are usually pretty confident. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I would say it's probably more when we start, I'll say when we start hitting puberty.
0: The judgment happens then and the comparison happens. Yeah, and, and then you
1: change and now, you know, you're now a young woman and this is what a young woman is expected of a young woman and all of a sudden you can't climb trees or do what you want to do anymore because that's not right or, you know, whatever in society I think really starts cracking down more on women than it does on girls. Right. So men are allowed to go off and just experience
0: life and climb trees yeah. and carry on, whereas we're now <laughs> starting to be suppressed in some way
1: well absolutely we'll look, we'll look at it you know a young teenage boy sowing his oats a young girl is a yeah. slut
0: yeah
1: okay like and it's still that way yeah
0: um you might love my um i got filmed doing a keynote speech i'm definitely sending it to you you have to spend an yeah. hour get a glass of wine and sit down and watch it <laughs> i will fun. do that it's what, what what um bad girls do that good
1: girls never would. Oh, yes, I want to listen to
0: that. And it talks about what's so great about what they consider to be a bad girl, um, mm. you know, the slut that they, they would yes. consider her to be. And um, I just describe um, how cool it is to be the bad girl and what she gets away with and what she gets to experience, whereas the good girl is risk-adverse, um, she cares what other people think. She um, mm-hmm. won't have a crack. She's a perfectionist. She's and and it just goes on and on and on about yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and I'm trying to say people. no, no, no. Come over here and be a bad girl. So they come to them. the dark. It's actually side. cooler,
1: much cooler. Yes. Yes. We actually being in the, the dark side. So it's it's not even just that it's cool. It's actually you're actually allowed to be authentic. That's just yeah. who you are. You're not you're not allowing society or anybody to dictate to you who or what you can do or be. That's for sure. You know, you're just like,
0: fuck of kids. Your... <laughs> exactly. You know? My dad used to call me the rebel without a cause. Um, <laughs> I would just rebel because it felt fun. I just would be the opposite because it just was fantastic. If you said don't do it, I'm definitely doing it. Definitely. Yeah. Like, that's
1: I'm you. just going to prove to you that um, I can.
0: Yeah, yeah. You say don't go there, I'm going there. That's fantastic. Yeah. That's the idea. Awesome. Um, so, yeah, I, I'm sure you'll relate to it because it's absolutely yes. up, up your alley and exactly what you were just yes. saying about, about how women are. Okay, so I, I agree with you. I think it definitely must start around that 12, once you hit that high school, 12, 13, 14, yes. you're starting to really question, shit, am I going to yes. survive this? Am I going to be, do I still fit in? Can I fit in? Yes. How,
1: how can I fit in? And yes. then you lose yourself. Yep, absolutely, because you've got to fit in, as opposed to just going, I don't give a shit if I fit in or not, I'm just going to keep ban me, Yeah, which is what the bad girls would be doing. Yeah. Divine, whereas, you know, that whole, yeah, I've got to conform and, and, you know, be whoever, whatever. And yeah, I think that's when we lose ourselves and we start losing our, our confidence and I think it's, or our self-confidence. And I think too, you know, it's that whole, you know, there's still too much of it in society of, you know, men are the bigger, stronger and all that sort of stuff and, Men are wonderful as they are and women are wonderful as they are and we can really complement each other. It's not a competition. Like I hate the whole feminist thing where they go, oh, you must hate men. You go, no, I love men, you know, I love my husband and I have a son and, you know, but it's not, it's not, it's just not, it's competition. We're just wanting to be treated more equally that, you know, things that you do and just take for granted that we can do and not have to sort of be questioned about it. Yeah. I don't know when feminism
0: flipped into man-hating. I think it was always originally about equal rights. That's all it ever was, and that we wanted options, and we want we you know we want equal
1: pay. I mean, how 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 is that? <laughs> well, actually, you know what was really really human. Really interesting, I, it was quite a few years ago now, probably about eight years ago, we were renovating our house. So we actually moved out so the place could be renovated. And we were just staying at this place and the, the woman, who was a little bit older than me, was filling out the, the information, whatever, and she had, I said, oh, it's Mrs. You know, Katrina Bart, whatever, and she's went, oh. And she was just like, what are you using Mrs. and his name for? You know, that's why we, you know, that's what feminism is about. And I mean, I'm sorry, I thought feminism, feminism was a choice. And I choose to have, use the title, Mrs, but I don't have to.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like, and that's what you said. It's like, well, hold on. and again, it's like that. No, that's not what feminism is about. It's about giving choice. It's, if you want to be a stay-at-home mum, brilliant. You have the choice to do that.
0: Yes. And it, right. As opposed to
1: you have to do it. And if you don't want to have children, that's great. You have the option. That's your choice.
0: Yeah. So it comes not back
1: to women, women. are their own worst enemy. We're, we're enemies ourselves. ourselves. I don't men are judging us in the same way. I, oh no, they don't. I mean, you'll get them if a woman stands up for men. A lot of men don't like a strong woman. I think you'd yeah. probably find that you find a lot of men feel threatened by a strong <laughs> yeah. woman. I have strategies <laughs> around that. Always have. <laughs> you know and so that those men are the ones that back up you go right well you're the one with the problem but you know in that sense but yeah quite often I think women women are the worst judges of each other you know women are the ones who will tear down other women and it is just so fucking sad to see and that's where you know in my book and everything I'm always about stop judging other people just focus on yourself yes you're not in competition with anyone no you are just you and I know for me because I was brought up into that sort of my mum is the worst person like I did some modelling and there were some photos of us, these, these women, and we're all, you know, in our 50s or whatever, and my mum's going, oh, at least you've got nice legs. Well, who oh. fucking cares what their legs look like? Do you know what I mean? Like, and I just like, what? Yeah. Why, are you, like, that's, why would you even comment on that? They're, they're all beautiful in their own way. And I do pole dancing. I, I took that up um, when I was going through depression about four years ago and I love it because it doesn't matter what shape and size you are, it's all about your strength. Yeah. Not about how you look, you know. And it's it's all and it's it's a really good. It's one of the best. Believe it or not, it's one of the best environments I've ever been in for supporting women. Yes.
0: Well, I've just women noted um, with this pole dancing stuff. I mean, that is an incredible skill and requires incredible strength to be re- very good at it. Um, and what I'm realising now is that women are starting to really understand that health is strength and their body is actually really strong and capable Mm. of being incredibly strong and i noticed the fitness industry has really shifted to strength and this is where bigger women the 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 larger plus Mm. size women are going to come into their own because what they don't realize is there's a lot of strength in that body And they're going to be able to do things like pole dancing uh, for fitness and be
1: phenomenal at it. Well, the thing, I say to people, the thing with pole dancing is you actually want cellulite because that helps you stick to the pole. (laughs) So you actually want chunky thighs and a big ass and a bit of belly blubber because that helps you with so many of the moves. (laughs) Wow, Wow, I didn't know
0: that. I'm not quite there yet. I'd be, I, I would love belly da- I've done belly dancing and I like Zumba. Um, yes. And I'm an ex-classical ballet dancer. So my body does. Oh, so you, you'd remember. be really good at pole dancing. You'd be good at pole dancing. But I just to. I'm really very weak at the moment. I need to build up. But you
1: build up to it. Up. But that's what the beginner's classes are for. <laughs> yeah. You build up the strength. And so you'd be so good because you're, a, you know, classical ballet and that. One of the t shirts we always wear is like point your fucking toes. Yeah, right. Pole you've got to have the, like the ballet, you've got to have the pointed toes because yes. it makes the line look better. So you'd be natural at it. You'd have all the right hand moves and
0: everything. Yes, I don't like the lines being broken. So we've all got to have beautiful mm. feet, beautiful legs. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so how long before you get good at it with
1: the pole dancing? How long before you oh, see a bit of strength come in? Well, it depends on how often you do it, doesn't it? Like, yeah. it's, a, it's not just a, a stock standard, but you know, Say your, class, say your class is an eight week class and say you do two or three classes a week and maybe do a little bit of work at home you need to be starting to hold yourself up the ground off the ground right. you know, on a pole i was i was fairly i've never done a sport in my life um and i just did sort of stuff at home but i was actually fairly strong so i um even in the beginners class i could lift myself straight up off the pole and all that sort of jazz so you know i, I was lucky in that sense but you know I say to people, you've got to work on yourself and you've got to build your own strength up. So that's what you have to do. You know, you can't... Like I have people say, oh, I wouldn't be able to do that. Like, you know, you're upside down and doing a big, are or whatever? You know, I couldn't do it when I started either. (laughs) It's like you work up to those things. Yes,
0: you don't go straight out and play professional football.
1: No, you know, you've got to work at it. But I think so many people, oh, I couldn't do that. Well, yeah, actually you could. You've just got to start at the beginning and work your way to that point.
0: Yeah, and there's so many choices. That could be one choice you yes. make, absolutely, but um, I love it. I really would be really loving being good at a pole
1: dancing. That would be oh, <laughs> go for it. right up. Go for it. <laughs> well, it was really funny because I took to it like a duck to water, so we all joked that I must have been a stripper in a past life. Yeah, was, totally. I'm sure I was a stripper in a past life. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Anyway, we must end it there, Katrina. Just uh, let me uh, thank you so much for your time, so much for your wisdom. I look forward to reading your book. We're going to stay in touch. We're going to get you back in Season 2 so that we can go a little deeper once we've done Season 1 is just getting to know everyone, seeing the lay of the land, you know, and uh, we'll send you through, obviously, your, um, your episodes so that you can share it amongst your peeps. Um, yep.
1: that beautiful episode, and thank you. It's been an absolute joy. My pleasure. It was lovely meeting you, Katrina, because I can remember your name. <laughs> Easy.
0: Until next time, my <laughs> darling.
1: Bye. Bye.